Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And as usual, right before we uh, got on to record, we talked for an hour about all the things to save the world and come up with a plan to put things better for everyone. And so um, we ended up coming up with a topic a while ago that we're going to share about today and um, taking a different look at failure and how how to see it in a different light. Um, And so we found this quote that Lauren is going to read for us today. All right. So it says, failure is not a permanent experience. You must rise above it and choose to be better than you were a moment ago. Changing and growing is what makes you win. Which really both of us resonated with that. Um, And, you know, when you look at your, um, I guess, something that you would perceive as one of your biggest failures, what would that, what would that look like? And where was that? Because we talk about how we write our story and how we change the story. So where was that part for you, that failure story? Oh gosh, I didn't even want to say it at first. I hated the word divorced, Mm -hmm. any of it. It just, I didn't even want to say it. It felt I felt like a failure. Um, the story, it just felt negative. Um, so just through the processing of all in all of that, like, as we always say, like, let yourself feel it all. But then I had to ask myself, like, um, what do I want to make this story mean? And and how do I want to make it feel? And when I was so afraid of saying the word, it just, it didn't, it didn't feel good. It felt like the victim and all those negative things. So I had to ask myself, like, how do I want to rewrite this to make it feel in my, in my space, I wanted to feel more empowered, just taking the lessons. And how do I make this next chapter of my life better? And didn't you, didn't you like finally put it on Facebook after like a while, you know, oh my God. Yeah, it took me a couple months and it's one of those moments you just like, don't forget. I remember it was like, early in the morning, it was still dark out. I was at my mom's kitchen table and I just wanted to share it because I was like, there's a lady out there or a guy, someone is struggling with those feelings. Someone is struggling going through that. And I just, I had to share. So I finally like said the word, even though I didn't want to. And I said, and you know, like I just sat there and cried, but I was, I was glad I had, you know, people that reached out and was just like, thank you for sharing or giving them that, like, you know, a little bit of hope and inspiration that, you know, things can get better. But like this quote says, you have to be willing to change and grow because I could have sat there and dwelled on it and it could have felt even harder. And you could have gotten stuck in that story. You could have gotten stuck in that, which would have, if without growing and changing and evolving, you could have gotten stuck so much so that you didn't trust men or you never dated the right kind of man, or you wouldn't have found Chris, who's this? Oh, goodness. That's a whole another podcast. That's something you have to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Cause I remember being in this divorced group. Cause I was like, I don't have many friends that are divorced. I needed that, you know, just somebody that's been there, you know, like, and then I was in this divorce group and I just remember so many of the women just like bashed men that I was like, I don't want, that's not, you can't put that in your head. Cause if you're like, Oh, putting it out there to the universe, like all men are cheaters or all men are pigs or all men are whatever. You have all these negative things. That's what you're going to attract. Right. 
So and I had to get out of the group because I was like, that's not what I want to think. There are many good men out there. Right. And, and again, seeing that in the beginning, what you described was shame, maybe guilt, embarrassment, the whole, all of it, not saying divorce because all of that goes with it. And again, owning that too much and staying there, you're right. You're stuck. You're getting stuck and you're, you're being around people who are negative and saying negative things. And yeah, there are men, some men that are cheaters and there are some men that are not, not the best relationship people, but because you learned and, and, and also figured out what you participated in, in that particular event of divorce, how did not, not again, not pointing fingers, but owning, what did, what could I do differently in my next relationship? Yeah. Where can I grow to be a better partner? Um, and that really helped me let go of like the victim. Right. Which leads us to that failure can be a catalyst to change and growth. You said you perceived your divorce as a failure, but you took that incident and said, okay, how do I grow from this? How do I make this be like, literally could be one of the best things that happened because obviously staying in a toxic relationship isn't healthy for you, but growing and being a better person for yourself, growing yourself so that you are in a place to meet the man of your dreams who wouldn't have been ready for back then. Right. Yeah. I even had someone ask me, I remember when I was, you know, just kind of dating, I didn't have a lot of time for it, but when I did, um, I had someone ask me like, forget how she worded it. Just, um, how did that not feel negative if something ended? And that was like, one of the things I tried to turn every one of those little situations into something positive. So I didn't stay attached to like, Oh, well that one ended. Was it me or like dwelling? It was like, Nope. I told myself that gets me one more step closer to the right person if it doesn't work out and it doesn't mean they're a bad person or I was a bad person. We just weren't a good fit. But then that also let me know for myself and feel more confident that I didn't have to dwell on that. Like, well, why didn't they want me or how, what do I need to do? So they do. It was like, it's okay. We're not for everyone. So finding those positive pieces in a negative situation or you feel like it is to move forward. Um, you know, to continue with the the growth, the more positive mindset that really helped me too. Right. And it wasn't that, that you weren't a bad person. Um, it was just a bad relationship or, you know, bad choice. Well, I think though in my past, I had stayed around maybe like a relationship I needed to end just because I wanted to feel that, right. You want to feel like validated, like, well, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. You excuse me. Well, really, it's just not a good fit for either person. So well, and on our case, security on my part, right. And in our case, um, the feeling of shame, guilt, embarrassment occurred when, you know, and I've mentioned this before we went bankrupt, you know, John's business failed during that downturn in the market, which again, there were things that we had to own that we may have done wrong, um, or could have done differently. Um, and so again, we lost some of the friends that were superficial, but the people that are my core group are still with us, but I felt so isolated and embarrassed and ashamed and felt like I didn't want to associate with people. I, I like literally put my walls up and didn't, didn't go out and do things with people. And I, you know, you know, I'm, I had to really learn and remember I'm not a bad person because I went bankrupt. It was a bad situation and there were some bad choices, but that's not my story. How do I, you know, turn things around. And again, in our case, there was a lot of stuff going on with our marriage too, at that time that 
sometimes I think if we wouldn't have gone bankrupt, I would have gotten divorced because things were just going down a bad path. But this made us stop and evaluate our life and our priorities and say, our story is we're going to be a strong married unit and, and family oriented. And we're going to continue to grow this part of us, regardless of our socioeconomic place in this community. Right. Um, and, and really had to let go of that being a, a victim or being ashamed or all the shoulds of the story and say, how do we grow from this? And again, 10 years or 12, 15 years, however many years later that it's been, John and I are so much more social, so much more. I'm not going to be, be embarrassed about something that occurred because like you said, a million times in the past, we all have our stuff that we carry around. We've all done things that were bad choices or you know, made bad choices, but that doesn't mean we're bad people. And I still deserve to be okay with who I am. That happened, I've grown from it. It's given me a new perspective and on, on empathy for people who go through those situations. Um, but it helps us grow. And, and again, even with Jonathan going through this, um, this COVID journey, which by the way, we got this amazing news from the doctor that he had a miraculous healing of his lungs that we weren't expecting. Um, but even looking at him, he, he almost died from COVID and he could have come home when he couldn't walk, couldn't move out of bed, had to be in a wheelchair. He could have said, poor me, I'm gonna stay here. But he didn't, he kept fighting, he kept fighting. And he still has pain when he walks, but he gets up every morning and, and moves his body and he's getting better and better. And his story is not, I had COVID and I'm poor me. It's I had COVID and I've overcome this. And how can I help? He's living life. And I love watching it. Yeah. Being a blessing to others. How can we help others? Um, you know, just learning from what you've gone through and saying, how can I take this negative thing or this failure and turn it into something better. You know, some people look at failure as a bad thing. I mean, failure isn't fun for any of us, but it's, but you learn it's such like you can grow so much. Like I know I would not be where I'm at today and, and really finding myself um, if I didn't go through that. Right. So sometimes it's like, we can't just sit back and let life happen and be afraid to take chances because of what if we fail. Right. Or getting stuck in that failure. And failure can move you towards the direction you're actually meant to be. So that's why it's like, find the positive in it again. Like, you know what I mean? That failed. I ended up now like with the person that I'm with and we have a great relationship. Um, so that wouldn't happen if I didn't have that failure. So sometimes, you know, find, find the positive. There will be one. And that would be like in a business opportunity. Like if you're always afraid to take the risk, like maybe to ask for the next position in your career or to create a business, like you're never going to start if you're just thinking of what if I fail. Right. And then I think the regret would be more what could have been if I wouldn't have tried it other than I tried it, it didn't work. So I'm going to try something else. You know, we go back to, I mean, and and I even have clients who have gotten divorced or their relationship broke up and they're, they're afraid to try to date again. I mean, you you have to, you know, put yourself back out there after, after you've worked on yourself, you know, continue to work on yourself and get back on the horse, right. You know, keep, keep moving forward. 
Um, and it is easier said than done, but it becomes the new habit. If you look at how can I grow from this terrible situation? How can I grow from this thing that I'm perceiving as failure and changing that mindset into positive, you know, looking at life in a, a way that honestly, I try to see everything in a positive light. And I try not to put negative stuff out there into the universe and you kind of get what you give, right? Absolutely. And we've talked about that too, um, surrounding yourself with people who are uplifting and positive and support you um, helps you be in a better place too. And that you can talk about those fears because, you know, if you like for me, like starting this new coaching business, like I need the right people that I can voice those things and not feel judged for saying it, that I have that support to be like, nope, keep going. You're in the right place. You know, um, it, you need those uh, friendships and community that you can speak your truth and not feel judged for saying it. Yeah. And I used to let, you know, because of the embarrassment or shame or whatever, I used to let that hold me back. And like I said, now, you know, even having gone through this thing with Jonathan, there's, I, I saw on Facebook, this, this person who had some things that was very similar to Jonathan's story. And she, I read her story and I, I reached out to her. I don't even know her. And I said, Hey, I, you don't know me, but your story is our story. And we've been through this and, you know, I'll don't give up hope and keep, keep praying and keep being positive. And, you know, she got back to me and said, thank you so much. You've, you've inspired me. You've given me hope again, renewed my hope because her husband's on a ventilator and going through the same kind of things. Um, and before I would have been maybe hesitant to reach out to someone because I, on um, you know, what do I have to say? I'm not valued or whatever. And to be able to do that and get that, oh my gosh, thank you for doing that. Like you said, if you can help a person who's going through a divorce or a separation or something like that, you know, that's compassion for others. And it, and it feels good. Felt good to do that, to be able to try to help somebody. Well, yeah. And now she knows too, that she has someone that went through what she's going through and I'm sure she feels comfortable now to reach out, you know, maybe she's having a bad day, but at least there'll be somebody that understands. Right. And I even said, call me anytime. Don't ever hesitate. Um, which again, it puts me in a whole different place of looking at relational, you know, things with other people, relationships. It's, it just opens up the door for so many amazing, wonderful people to meet and, and become involved with, um, in positive ways. So again, that I would have been held back in the past and, and the new me is I'll embrace anybody, you know, any of our listeners, if you want to talk to me, reach out, you know, direct message me, I will, I will be there, you know, um, totally agree. So, you know, we kind of talked about how do we want our story to be? I want my story to be, I am a social person. I will love on everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of who I am, where I'm at. My battle wounds and the things I've been through have gotten me to where I'm at, but my story is going to continue to be cultivating healthy relationships with others, being a blessing to others because we've been blessed. So what is your story now? Not I'm the divorced woman with two kids. What is your story, Lauren? Um, I think my story now, I just really wanted to create, like I said, I wanted it to feel empowering. So I had to create something that felt more, um, mm, my goodness, I don't even know where to go. Cause like, I didn't want to feel like the victim. I wanted to step into something that I knew I was more confident. I was there 
and not afraid to share my truth. Cause I was for so long, I felt like, you know, people only want to see the surface level, the perfect, the, no, it's like, I'm okay now sharing, sharing that truth and to connect with other women and just really link arms with them. And I don't know, just step into a confident version of me and be a good mom and not let any of, um, you know, I do have them a lot. So I, I wanted that and I want to feel like I can always be there for them. So that was a big thing for me is not to, to feel so overwhelmed by mom life, to still do all the things that I dream of doing and being a good role model to them. And that was a really big thing in the beginning was where I needed to grow was mainly because of what I wanted to show my girls. And that's a big motivator, you know? you can get through anything and you can be positive. And I know we've talked about this too. Once you let go of your ex-husband and, and uh, the, the, the blaming and the, the hard, the hurt, it, he, he doesn't hurt you anymore. You know, that's, that's. Yeah. When you're not in the situation, that's something that we have to detach from too, is that's, that's not my current story. Right. And if you continue to have the hurt, then it's still in the current story. And that's letting go of that and moving on is, is the beautiful part. So I guess, um, sort of asking our listeners, you know, how do you want your story to evolve? Where do you want to grow? What do you want your story or where do you want to change your story? Um, what do you want your story to mean? That was like a really big one for me is what did I want it to mean? And how did I want it to make me feel? Those are two questions that I asked myself when I was journaling to recreate it. And that was what that word empowering just kept popping in my head. So that was kind of how I, I started. So if you don't journal and you're a listener and you want to work on creating your story, that's definitely what I recommend. It helped me so, so much um, detach and recreate and have it be a vision that I really, truly wanted to live. Right. And it's like talking it into existence. So you went from being, you know, a victim and going through a divorce to being an empowering force in the world to share with other women. And I love that. That's a huge, a huge growth. And so, and that is your story and that is where you're at. And, you know, anybody that knows John and I know that we are like the most social people, which is so different from where I was 15 years ago and with the shame and all that. So my story is, again, we're going to just love on everyone. So, um, having our, our listeners think about that. What does your story mean and, and how do you feel about it and where do you want to grow? So uh, anything else you want to add on that? Nope. Just those last questions that I said, I can repeat it one more time, but um, for those that will try journaling, if you haven't, um, what do you want to make your story mean and how do you want it to feel? Um, and those, like I said, were two very powerful questions for me to, to recreate that. And it sure feels good when the story feels good <laughs> you yeah. know, when you have the good feelings about it instead of the negative stuff. So again, looking at failure as a, a, a catalyst to change any perception of failure to look as a, a way to change and grow. So, all right. So I hope our th listeners are going to think about how they want to change and grow. And as always, stay cheeky. <laughs> <laughs>